Well, hello, hello. How are you doing? How are you doing? This is the S. Anthony Thomas. This is the S. Anthony Says podcast, episode number 410. And yes, my friends, I am back. And I'm glad you missed me. Thank you very much, my friends. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now, I've been getting a lot of questions. Um, Some people have met me in person and are surprised that I'm normal. And I don't know if I'm offended by that or not. (laughs) But what happens is they're surprised by the fact that I don't speak the same way that I speak on this podcast, not realizing that this podcast, for the most part, is kind of a character named as Anthony Thomas. It's not the way I carry myself normally. That's why you hear a lot of outrageous things. And the reason I do that is because um, I wanted to, when I started doing this podcast, I wanted to do one man shows, but at the time, the prohibitive cost of insurance made me go, oh, never mind. And what I got a really big kick out of is when you see a celebrity that has a known persona, by the way, I'm not a celebrity. When you see a celebrity that has a big uh, persona that everyone knows, like Tom Hanks, everyone knows he's a great guy. He's a nice guy. You see him in the movies. He plays a great guy most of the time. And from everything I've heard from people that I know and people that have met him, he's the greatest guy in the world, the nicest guy. But what would be funny is if he went on someone else's show, like a reality show as Tom Hanks, and he was the biggest a-hole in the world, smacking people, treating people like crap, cursing every five seconds, being mean. It's funny because you know, he's not that. So if he goes outrageous on the, on the reality program, you can laugh at it because you know, he's not that. And I liked that. That's why I like to do this podcast because I can be outrageous in character in ways that I would not be in person. Now, some of the stories, most of the stories I tell are true. Obviously, I embellish them to make people laugh and to make the stories more interesting. Some of the things are wild enough where I literally just tell exactly what happened because there's really no embellishment needed. But I always liked that. That to me is funny. And so when people ask me, the stories you tell true, what about those outrageous things you say? Well, if it's super outrageous, obviously it was written down. It's a sketch. It's a a comedy piece. That's not how I actually act or think in in real life. Very similar to Carol O'Connor, who actually, from what I understand, a progressive on uh, All in the Family back in the 70s or Wayne Brady. Uh, doing the character on the Dave Chappelle show. And everybody knows he's just like Tom Hanks, great guy, nice guy, talented guy, greatest guy in the world. But he played a really hardcore pimp on the Dave Chappelle show. And because you knew he was really a great guy in real life, it was extra funny. The thing with this podcast, as it becomes more popular, is if I become famous, I'm afraid people that don't know me in person and before my, uh, my personality is established and everybody knows I'm just a regular guy, People are going to hear this outrageous podcast and think I'm that. Uh, no, (laughs) it's a character. That's why I make it a point to make sure that the voice is very sing-songy and different than my normal speech pattern. So there's a differentiation between the guy you're hearing right now, which is the guy you would actually meet in person, and the guy that talks like this, and does all this kind of that, and da-da-da-da-da, outrageous, outrageous, outrageous. Okay, back to me. You know, that kind of stuff. That's the character. I don't talk like that in real life. But the weird thing about it is, you know, I I tend to have normal people around me. And you know how people like to be around people just like them. You know what I mean? I have to have really normal people around me. And we all like to have normal people around us because it makes us feel normal, right? Because everybody else is normal. We're normal. Great. But the thing is, what happens when the people around you 
are not like that. Right. When I was younger, I was more of a of a people pleaser. Right. I was very introverted and an introverted people pleaser. I wanted to make everybody happy, even if it meant something bad for myself, even if I was in a relationship with someone and it was bad for me. Instead of realizing this relationship absolutely sucks and I should be out of this relationship. This person isn't horrible, but they're horrible for me. And quite frankly, a couple of them were horrible. Okay. But because I was a people pleaser and very introverted in real life, not on stage, but in real life, I stuck in relationships that absolutely sucked. And I know that there are many of you that can relate to that. Sometimes you just want to have somebody. And even if they absolutely suck, it's better to have them around you and have them suck than not have anybody around. You're afraid to be by yourself and you may be afraid you can't find anybody else, which, by the way, is not the case. There's almost 8 billion people on the planet. There is no the one. Somebody will like you. You just got to like your own ass first. But as I got older and I got smarter and wiser and gathered more experience, as you can probably figure out, I'm not an introvert at all. I'm not an extrovert. I don't go and jump in people's faces. I'm not the kind of person that's going to walk up to you and force jokes down your throat. I don't do that, but I'm not an introvert. Now, imagine you're in a relationship with someone, and that's why sometimes you'll see relationships where one person is an extrovert and one person is an introvert, and you would think that opposites like that would not go together. And a lot of times they don't. You have the person who's more outrageous, embarrassing the crap out of the person that's the introvert, and you got the introvert hiding in a corner and boring the crap out of the person that's the extrovert. But sometimes, and I've seen this on occasion, sometimes the extrovert and the introvert actually go together very, very well. And you sit back and you're wondering, how in the blue hell is that working? How does that work? She likes to party and jump all over the place. He likes to sit in a chair and just kind of sit down and cool dance or vice versa. How does that work? And I had a friend and a friend's spouse and I figured it out. I figured out how that specific relationship where she's a super extrovert and he's he's one of those. And I realized after looking at them, I figured it out. Oh, now I know why they're so damn happy. I get it now. Both great people, by the way. She's an extrovert, right? And she likes to go crazy and party and party and party and party. But she likes to have a person who's an introvert to kind of rein her in a little bit, right? You know, she like you know just to, so she doesn't go too crazy or too far, right? And he's an introvert. He's all closed up. But she goes so wild, so crazy. She drags him to parties, and he wants somebody to pull him out of his shell just a little bit not all the way out of his shell Mm -mm -mm. he still wants protection he'll pull his head out of a shell like a turtle he won't come all out way out of a shell oh no 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 but he wants to be pulled out just a little bit and they're basically in this symbiotic relationship harmony like two chemicals that just sit there where the two chemicals might be poison individually but somehow you take these two chemicals you put them together and they work fantastically. They're great, right? Right, like ammonia, you can clean stuff with. Bleach, 
you can clean stuff with. If you put them both together, you got to run out of the house. And sometimes when you put opposites together like that, the exactly the same thing happens. You want to run out the house before the shooting starts. But sometimes if there's a little bit of introvert in you and a little bit of extrovert in you and there's a little bit of that and you have the opposite and you can visit, you can kind of visit the other half. The introvert can sit there and watch the extrovert and live vicariously through the extrovert. Yes. And the extrovert can go, oh, I think I might have gone too far. I'm going to back up a little bit. And the introvert is there to help him out. I know that because I've seen that. And I realize I'm kind of a combination of both by myself. I don't need anybody to rein me in. I got a good radar for what to do and what not to do. And I definitely don't need anybody to drag me out because I have no problem being around anybody. I feel comfortable around everybody. I just do. But do you find yourself sometimes when you're around somebody of importance, someone who has more education than you, someone that has more money than you, you find yourself kind of shrinking a little bit i'm not worthy oh that person has a double masters quadruple masters quintuple octuple masters quadruple ph double quadruple d and i just have my bachelor's i didn't even attend college and guess what people don't know that when they converse with me granted i'm an incredibly smart good-looking man <laughs> yes i am f y'all back to me but what i'm saying is there's really no reason to be uncomfortable around anybody. I remember when my uncle was in the hospital, he was very, very sick. And we knew what was going to happen. We knew he did not have long to go. We knew it. And the doctor's giving us all this stuff. And he has a simple and all of that crap. Right? He walks outside. And I walk up to him and I tap him on the shoulder and I said, is there any way you could actually repeat what you just said and pretend I didn't go to medical school? I'm sure there's a way you can say all of that in layman's terms. So I'm going to need you to repeat everything you just said in layman's terms because you're going to walk out and people are going to go, I don't know what he just said. And I would rather have that not happen. And he looked at me and then he explained it in layman's terms. And, I, and then I asked him questions and he had a look on his face like, damn. As if to say, I didn't expect you to put those concepts together like that and ask me a, a question that is that informed based on information I just gave you. And some of the assessments you made based on the information I just gave you were actually pretty accurate and pretty interesting. Uh, I didn't feel uncomfortable. There's no reason to feel uncomfortable with someone if they've accomplished more than you or something like that. Because quite frankly, they are a storehouse of knowledge you can actually get from them. They can walk away and you're literally smarter because you now have some of their knowledge. Oh, just grab it. Don't try to grab it by touching their head and pulling it out because you'll get arrested because that's weird. But you know what I'm saying? Some people get a, get a really, really intimidated when they're around the gorgeous human being, whether it be a man or a woman. I've seen women and a guy walks in, he's Captain Gorgeous and they're like... <laughs> And I've seen guys who see Susie Salugalab, Susie Sexy, right at the hell out of here. I don't get intimidated when some dude comes in and he looks great. What the hell's that got to do with me? And I don't get intimidated when a woman's delicious. That doesn't have anything to do. Okay, that, I would like that to have something to do with me because I want to get married and make babies. <laughs> Moving on. But I never got intimidated by that either. 
I'm kind of introvert and I'm kind of extrovert. And I don't want to shut up. So what I'm saying is, look, we like to have people around us that are just like us. I get it. But if you have everybody around you that's just like you, you will not grow at all. You will be in your comfort zone. You will not advance. You will not evolve. F that. And I'm not saying you got to go and if you're afraid to dance in front of people that you got to go to a place where they slam dance. And, you know, and if you know what slam dancing is basically just a bunch of people randomly jumping in the air and slam, literally slamming into each other. And that's the dance when hard, heavy metal rock music is on. You don't have to go to that. Right. You don't have to go to a pole dancing class and shake your behind in front of everybody. You don't have to go that far. Right. But you could turn on the TV and look, you know, look at some some cool dance moves that people do, the kind of dance moves that are just normal, standard. No one thinks you can really dance, but you're not embarrassing yourself. Dance moves. Turn on the TV. Copy that crap. Put a mirror in front of you. You know, if you're afraid to dance in front of other people, one of the people you're afraid to dance in front of is you. So put the mirror up. Turn on the music. Look at some dance moves. Steal those damn things. The song's only three minutes. And once you dance a couple of times and use up your moves, go, ah, I've danced enough. Right? Okay, that's what happened to me. F y'all. That was me. I, I didn't like dancing in front of people because I didn't want to look like an idiot. Okay, I'm going to stop acting like I'm talking about somebody else. It was me. Yeah, how come he don't dance? I didn't want to dance because I didn't want to look like an idiot, which was I, which was stupid because I had no problem standing on stage as a teenager and talking to adults for a half an hour and getting paid money for it or an hour and getting paid money for it. But dance for a couple of minutes. <laughs> so I went and I turned on one of those dance shows and I just looked at moves that were just standard he's kind of dancing maybe he could dance but he's holding back type moves where you look like you're enjoying yourself i wasn't right and i didn't even want to see myself dancing oh god oh i look like an idiot i thought and i put the mirror up and i got i did it every day right and then the inevitable happened a girl i, I shouldn't say girl we were both adults a woman i really wanted badly i wanted her so badly and i found that she thought i was cute and we started hanging out right and everything was great we were in a little bit of a relationship we started you know boom boom jiggy boom boom jiggy jiggy we you know we had gotten to the point in a relationship where we were having sex regularly and everything was going great and then it was a party and usually when people say party you know, there's always the people off dancing to the side, but a lot of times you can get away with just kind of sliding off, getting some grub. Oh, I'm eating right now <laughs> and talking to people so you didn't have to dance. But oh, no. Right. She had that sundress on looking all delicious and everything. And she's having a great time at the party, laughing and joking. Right. And I knew for a fact that if I didn't dance, she'd be a little disappointed. She might even get angry. You embarrass me in front of my friends. Right. Or she'd be dancing with a whole bunch of other people and wouldn't annoy me. Right. Seeing her dancing with some dudes, even though I wasn't afraid, I wasn't thinking she was going to do anything. I just didn't want the visual. And I didn't mind if she danced with dudes. If, you know, just if there was like the fast dancing, if I had, was dancing too and i was just kind of sitting down for a minute or maybe go dance with my friend she's done that before later on so she comes over to me she's got this smile on her face and she puts her hands out to grab my hand and she walks me onto the dance floor and in my mind just like when you're watching a movie on tv you know it just, you know it zooms in and zooms out with everybody's faces wee -oo, wee -oo, 
And I imagine everyone standing there going, <laughs> Tamika's boyfriend's about to dance. I've never seen him dance before. I'm pretty sure he sucks. Everybody, Tamika's boyfriend's about to dance. Hawk up some good spit. That way, when he dances badly, we can walk up and line up and spit on him individually. Let me practice. That's good. No, that's not a good enough loogie. That's gonna be. Everybody, hold the loogie in your mouth. I'm pretty sure he's gonna humiliate himself and dance badly. Let's spit on him. Get your spit ready. Spit on Tamika's boyfriend. Get that spit ready. And I'm dancing with her. And I'm just doing my standard cool moves, right? And she she actually is a very good dancer. So she's like doing all sorts of stuff, dancing around me, grabbing my butt, which I was cool with, dancing around me, rubbing hands on my chest. I was in better, better shape than had hard pecs. Dancing around me, right, putting a butt on me. I'm like, yeah, right. And I started getting all into it, right. And it was all great. And I look back around expecting everybody, all right, I knew he sucked. Get that spit right. <laughs> and it turns out nobody was paying attention to me. They were, you know, dancing. And I saw some dudes on the dance floor who literally were worse than I could have imagined myself ever being. If you've ever watched Seinfeld and you've watched Elaine Bennis dance, that thing that was a whole episode built around how bad she danced, these dudes would have made her look like she was Misty. I forgot what's the name of that, uh, that delicious, incredible, talented, awesome, brilliant uh, uh, ballerina. Uh, or just think of any, just think of anybody who could dance really, really good. Okay, Misty Copeland, I think her name is. Think of anybody that dances at the top level. They would have made Elaine Bennis. Look like she was dancing that good. That's how bad they were. And they absolutely suck. So much so that I'm dancing with my girl. She's in a sundress. She's rubbing all on me. And, you know, not in a way that's gro that's too much. But, you know, it was obvious she was mine and I was hers, right? And I'm looking over at those dudes. And they were horrible. Worse than my, I could be in my entire life. Imagination. The worst possible case. And nobody gave a damn. Right. And after the music was over this time, I was walking around and people were talking to the dudes and nobody talked about the fact that they stunk. And I'm sitting there, I was worried about what? Nothing. I was worried. I was afraid. I was an introvert. Oh, and I still don't like dancing. I can do it. I'm much better than I was back then. I still have like cool moves. But now that I'm 52, it don't matter if I can dance. I just do my old. You, you, you dance like somebody's dad and everybody expects it. Right? Not realizing that's the best I got. <laughs> but I'm on rhythm, so F y'all. So what I'm saying is, man, there's a lot of times we you know, we like to be around people that are just like us. We like to stick into the comfort zone. We like to not do anything, go out of our way to do things. We like to be we're afraid to do things. Or we go over the top and do a lot of dumb stuff and mess everything up. But we don't have to do that. Right? Sometimes it's fear that makes us do things. I'm afraid I'm going to look bad or I'm afraid if I don't go over the top, people aren't going to like me. But that's not the case. And if anybody doesn't like you and you're basically a good person and you're basically a good person that does basically good things and you don't do anything stupid or anything bad and they don't like you. Guess what? You're fine. They blow. Yeah, I said it. And if you're ever in a situation like that where you're feeling bad, oh, oh, just listen to my voice. Just imagine my voice in your ear saying, it's going to be okay. It's going to be all right. Don't worry about it. If they don't like you and you're a good dude or a good lady, that's their problem. If they ridicule you, 
feel bad for him because anybody that wants to ridicule another human being really has some stuff to work on, okay? Just hear my voice saying that. It's going to be okay. Dig? Cool. Well, folks, this has been episode number 410 of the S. Anthony Says podcast. I will see you guys next week. Much love to you. Thank you very much for coming back. Make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend about the podcast. Rate and review this podcast. Subscribe to this podcast and I will see you again next time. Much love to you.